Welcome to this podcast by City Point Church, Redcliffe. We are so happy you could join us and pray that the following message will encourage and empower you. Who knows life is good? Oh, okay. My life is awesome. How about yours? Look at the guys up the back there. All the uh, mature guys up the back, they're like, yes, because they've lived their life and they're living it again. Frank and uh, John and the crew. But uh, I I love seeing this. I love being where we are in life right now. Uh, Have you realized that uh, heading out of uh, 2020 into 21, it was like this. A friend sent us a, a, a text message and basically said this at the end of her text message. Hey, listen, uh, you know, uh, 2020, just hold my beer and then I'll show you how it's done. Um, because, you know, you look at the world right now and the turmoil that it's in. I don't know, have you noticed? Where have you been living? Like, honestly... You look at it and you, everyone was just hanging out for 2021. 20, uh, Who was like that? Yeah. It was like Christmas, just get here and then. Yeah. And we've been locked down for three days. What for? We had to wear masks. You know, and these are all good things. Why do I say that? Because it brings us to a place where we start to consider what's important to us. Have you noticed that? Over this last year and even going into the start of this year, it's been this thing where we've pulled back and we've had to really think, what is the most valuable thing that we have? We've had to pull back and and start to realize and start to consider, like God, right now, as I move into 21, where do you want me to be? For some of us here, our worlds have stayed stable. For others, is it our world has actually shifted and moved in certain areas. But, but for most of us, and, and if you're honest with yourself, you look across and you go, well, okay, what's next? What's next? It, it's been this shape, it's been this, now I need to actually just sit back and consider. Think about it. You're always considering your ways right now. Like for the last week, it was considering, do I wear a mask here or there? Am I supposed to put a mask on in the car park? Or do I wait till I get the door of the shopping center and then put it on? And then all of a sudden, we're released from masks and everyone's still wearing masks. <laughs> you know, you look at these things and you start to consider, even my kids are like, Dad, are we supposed to do this here and that there? I'm like, I don't know. Just put on Jimmy Giggle and you'll find out. If you haven't seen that, go to Facebook and listen to some of his directives. It's amazing. Uh, Jason. But you start to see some of these things. We start to consider. You come to church and you're wondering, you know, should I consider giving someone an elbow or a foot tap or do I shake their hand? You know, you start to consider, how am I going to approach people? And in this time, I love it because we're starting a year and we have the New Year's resolutions and I think everyone just thought, you know what, let's just put them to side. We've got enough to consider right now. <laughs> but it's a time where we start to consider. And so this morning, I, I want to talk about how do you consider your ways? What are the, the building blocks, the foundations that you have? You know, during this time of COVID, during lockdown, we sent out a survey and a lot of the survey came back from a lot of members, a lot of people within the church that, hey, listen, we want to know more. We want to have our foundations built deep. 
Some were like, we don't know what we believe in this time. Friend, let me tell you this, that sometimes popular opinion isn't beneficial to you. What's popular didn't really get us to where we are today. And so this morning, I really want to have a look at this here in the book of Haggai, if you've ever read Haggai. It says this, And then the word of the Lord came to Haggai, who was a prophet of the day. Israel had been straying from God, and Haggai was there, and he he makes this statement. Is that Haggai, the word of God, came to the prophet. Is this the time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses, and the temple lie in ruins? Now therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, and I I love this, I want to just park on this, consider your ways. I believe that each and every one of us should always come to a point in our life where we consider our ways. Why do we do what we do? Carolina spoke about that moment where, you know, we, you know, with direct debit, with our tithes and offerings, we've just gone back to pressing it. Why? Because we consider our ways. We sit there and we pray and we go, God, right now we're considering what we're doing. We're believing right now, what are we going to see take place? It's a faith action. Here we have Haggai, he's like, consider your ways. You have sown much and bring in little. You eat, but do not have enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. And he earns, and he who earns wages, earns wages to put into a bag with holes. Sometimes, how much do you think that? Like, you, it's all of a sudden, it's like, where to go? Anyone else like that? It's like, where, where to go? And here he is, he's saying, hey, consider your ways. Consider your ways. Consider what the future holds for you. You know, I, I love when I, I talk to my kids and being a parent, you know, we're called to develop, we're called to hone our kids. And I always talk to my young ones, and, and especially Judah, when he's about to do something, I pull him up and I go, you know what, hey, hey mate, what are you doing? Well, I don't know. You know, eight-year-old boys, 10-year-old boys, it's like, hey, boy, hey just, just wait, what, what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> is it going to end good for you or is it going to end bad? Right. I don't know. You know, I'm sort of like, well, let's see how it goes. <laughs> And mum's like, no! But you've got those moments, like you constantly, and sometimes I think God pulls us up and he's like, hey, listen, how about right now? Consider where you're at. Consider your ways. Consider what's taking place right now. Right now, how's life going for you? How's life going for you? Is it really good or is it a bit average? What are those things that maybe you've drifted away from my purposes? Drifted away. How are those things actually going for you? How are they going? You know, God is asking people basically this question when he says, consider your ways. Where are your priorities? Where are your priorities? Because you have put my priorities aside. Friend, today, sometimes we need to just reassess where we're at in life. 
and go, what do I need to bring back and put into priority? What do I need to bring back and put into alignment of where God is in our lives? We all know the scripture, seek first the kingdom of heaven. We see those things in your life right now. Is it his ways or is it your ways? Oh yeah, God, you can have everything. You can have, but you just can't have that. Yeah, God, you can have my, no, you can't. It's like we give God this bit, but we're not willing to give him everything. Yeah, God, what would you know? You haven't lived in this age, this century, this moment. But friend, today, is it your ways or is it his way? Isaiah 58, 8 to 9 says this, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor my ways, nor your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My thoughts, my ways. Today, friend, the challenge is this. Consider your ways. Consider your ways. It's a call back to what matters. It's a call back. Have you let the immediate demands of life get in the way of your values, of your resolves, of considering the ways of God? Have you moved and shifted upon the rocks that should ground you as a Christian? You know, for me, I, I find that there are three rocks that we should always ground us. We should always view life from. What I find is this, is that the first rock should always be God. The second one should be family, and the third one should be church. And, and through these, we assess our ways, we consider our ways. You know, with God, we, we look at it, that we find that with God, we are actually just called to put God first. Friend, I don't know about you, but the world says this, it says basically look after number one, self. True. True. It's all about self. Well, friend, today, let me ask you, by putting yourself first, has it made you happy? By putting yourself first, has it made you happy? Is it what they've gone and done is in the world is we replace God with self? You know, friend, today, is that when you put God first, you'll find your identity, you'll find your purpose, you'll find life. That is the key right there. God has made us in his image. God has designed us. He knows the, everything that we need. And friend, in considering your ways, I would ask this question. Do you put God first? Do you put him first in everything? Like when you put God first, friend, let me tell you this. He's a jealous God. He is a jealous God. If you read in Exodus 20, 1 to 7, it says, Then God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God who has brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. In other words, he's saying, you know what? I'm number one. 
I'm number one. But as you start to read further within Scripture, it says this, you shall not make yourself any carven image to worship it or any likeness of anything that is in the heavens above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down yourself uh, to them or serve them for I am your God, I am jealous. I'm a jealous God. He is jealous. Friend, today when you give your affection to something else, other than him, he is jealous. He is jealous. He wants to connect with you and I. He wants to know whether he's first place in your life. When you get out of bed, are you willing just to lift the name of Jesus and say, hey, thank you, God. Because when you put God first, you can't help but live out the principles. You can't help but want to please him. You can't help but want to lay your life down for him. You can't help but take up his ways. Today, is he first? Proverbs 3, 5 to 8, it says, If you want favor with both God and man and a reputation for good judgment and common sense, who knows we need that right now? And common sense. Then trust the Lord completely. Don't ever trust yourself. In everything you do, put God first and he will direct you and crown your efforts with success. Crown your efforts with success. When we put God first. Some of you are sitting here like, yeah, I always put God first. That's great. But we need to consider our ways. We need to go back and go, okay, in what area maybe have I let it slip? Oh, yeah, I'm a a good Christian. I believe in God. Yet that's great. But is he first? Friend, today you might have walked in here and you might have been living for self and you don't have a relationship with God. Friend, I want to tell you today, God wants a relationship with you. Because anything else that takes your attention, he's jealous of. Because he wants to connect with you. Friend, he loves you so much that he sent his son to die. Why? To connect with you. In considering our ways, is he first? Is our heart turned towards him? Would we give everything to him? God first. The second thing I find is family. In this time, a lot of people have decided and sat back and they've had a new value of family. A new value of relationship. I I love it because family, children, are an inheritance from God. If you read through the scripture, family is an inheritance from God. Family is important. Family is important to each and every one of us. Psalm 127, verse 3, Behold, children are in heritage, are a heritage and a gift from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is the reward. Family. We are called to embrace and look after our family. 
And I don't know, sometimes family looks different these days. But those that are closest to you, those that you bring in that are family. When assessing life, when building foundations, are you building family? It's not what we leave to our children that matters, it's what we leave in our children. In your work life right now, whatever you're doing, is family one of the rocks? Because unfortunately, just like we replace God with self, some people replace family with work. And the reason I say this is because going out and working is an honorable thing because I'm supporting my family, I'm doing all these things. But friends, sometimes that is honorable, but sometimes we actually miss family. Sometimes we actually miss investing into the relationship side. Friend, today God's economy is relationship. Relationship with Him and relationship with others. Is it in considering our ways, what do I need to bring back into balance? How do I need to just adjust these things around it? Don't replace family with a career or work in trying to give your family everything at the expense of yourself. At the expense of yourself. It's an inheritance we are there to cherish, embrace, speak into. Chasing material possessions and you lose your children. Chasing material possessions and you lose your family. You lose your wife. Friend, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Considering our ways. Considering our actions. Considering where we are. What are, what are, we, what are the rocks in our life that are immovable, that, that determine the values and the way we outlive our life. The way we outlive our life. Spiritually and naturally. Friend, let me tell you this. The wiggles isn't going to impact your children with kingdom principles. It's not. It's you. As parents, as grandparents, it's us. The greatest heritage we could have is family, is kids, and making sure we value those things in the time. The most radical thing you can do is to raise our children to fear the Lord above man, hear the voice, his voice, above the noise, and follow his truths no matter what. That's the most valuable thing we can do as parents. As grandparents, it's the most valuable thing that we could do. Strong sons and daughters will bring change to a society. If we want to change society, the place it changes is in the home, is in the family. That's where it changes first. As a church, is family a rock when making decisions, when considering our ways? Am I building my family? Am I building my family? And the last one I find is church. 
And there are some people who go, well, I, I don't need church. I don't need that. I don't need an institution. That's great. That's fine. But last time I checked, church wasn't a building. You know, we are called to be part of his church, you and I. You and I are called to be part of it. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 16 says this, is that I will live in these people and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. I will be their God and they will be my people. You know, the church, God's chosen community, we are God's chosen community. You and I, the church, are God's chosen community. Why would we pull away? Why would we pull away? You know, it's not an old vacant building with cool windows in the city. You know, it's not an outdated institution. Well, it's not an outdated institution irrelevant from today's society. You know, I, I would agree it's looked like that at times. Some would say that it's a place that helps those in need. A benevolent institute. But friend, the church is more than that. The church is more than that. Some people would point out and point the finger. And they would say that the church is a place of hypocrites. You know what I say to them? And most of you hear me say this time and time again. Come and join us. There's room for you. In Acts, the early church preached, believe, be baptized, have faith in Christ, and join his kingdom. Hmm. Friend, you can replace church with sport, with hobbies, with recreation. They're well-meaning things, they're good. But these activities are not going to deposit heaven into your life. These activities are not going to reinforce the values that you put in your family. The ways that God communicates to you to transfer to the next generation. I believe that the church today are God's chosen citizens to bring hope to humanity. It's a place of belonging. It's held together by a common cause. It's where God's spirit is. At the end of the day, it's something you can't see, but it's something you experience. This thing called the church, it's not man's idea, but it's God's idea. It's God's idea. And so I would ask today, when considering your ways, what do you judge him against? What is the anchor? that helps you define the decisions that you make for yourself personally 
for your family and for those around you. Because our actions affect those around us. Consider your ways. You know, desires don't determine who we become. It's the disciplines that we put around our life that do. Create the right disciplines around God, family, church. Friend, the right disciplines are like this, is that when you get up in the morning, you open the Word. If you want to know His ways, then know your God. And the way that you know your God is just by opening the Word. That's why we're doing the chronological Bible, is because we know that, let's face it, most Christians don't open the Word of God every day. And then they wonder why it's hard to make decisions. Then they wonder why they go with popular opinion rather than what the Word of God says. When it comes time for worship, because God's the center of your life, it's pretty easy. You just lift your hands. Or in the car, in that moment, just because He's the center of your life, you can just break out. And friend, tell me, for other people's sake, that's the safest place for you. But it's coming back and knowing, considering our ways. The future is whatever you create. Don't look to other people to create your future. Look to God to direct His path for your future. His path for your future. Look at it through the lens of God, family, and church those around you, the community around you. What in your immediate world right now is God asking you to drop? What in your immediate world right now is God asking you to pick up? In considering your ways, God's asking you today. If you're going to reach new horizons this year, you're going to step through, consider your ways. Thank you for listening. We pray that this message empowers you to unmistakably influence your world for good and for God. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, congratulations. This is the beginning of a life-changing journey. We would love to see you at one of our many City Point Church services across Brisbane and the world this Sunday. You can find out more about our service times and locations at citypointchurch.com. We're so excited to see you there.